Hello, welcome or welcome back to Everything But The Bagel podcast. I'm Michaela, And I'm Carly. And this is officially the fourth episode of our podcast. And if you've noticed that we might sound a little different, I figured out the technical difficulties of why my microphone wasn't picking up on the first <laughs> yeah, three episodes of our podcast. So She sounded like she was in the background, but hopefully it sounds better now and it's fixed. Well, we sound more legit now. <laughs> Anyways, so in this podcast, we're going to be talking about a movie that we unfortunately watched together. And also talking about the topic that pertains to that movie, which you'll see in a few minutes to keep you on your toes. But you can see it in the title, obviously, what we're talking about. Now, a thing that Carly and I have always liked to do is watch movies together not good movies right specifically bad movies movies that are so bad they're good and movies that are so bad they're bad i don't know if i've seen too many movies that are so bad that they're good though most of the time they're so bad so bad they're bad which brings me to the title he's all that (laughs) this movie if you don't know was a reboot of the classic she's all that and let me just say this was a train wreck from the start it yeah. was because unfortunately th- they hired an actress who was a TikTok star. Now, I'm not blaming her. I'm not blaming Addison Ray, but genuinely the acting was not up to par because she's not had training and that's yeah. not her fault, but that definitely didn't help the film. And like with films in general, like they they do this often is like to get more hype for it they just cast someone famous and not necessarily someone that can act but they do that so they're like oh well i watch addison ray on tiktok i'm gonna really like her in this movie they took someone that they were like oh she has a big following so everyone who follows her will want to go see it not necessarily which is at that point it's just a money grab which kind of hurts me because i'm like you know i don't think i'm not one of those like film people that's like film should be artistic and i like these really obscure films <laughs> like my favorite movie is not citizen kane i <laughs> i go against the status quo on that film i actually did not enjoy right citizen kane i found it quite boring but I, I think movies should be enjoyable, but they should do it because they want to tell a story. Even if it is a reboot, but if you're doing it just for a cash grab, kind of hurts my feelings. Because yep. then I don't feel like you put as much effort into it as you would if you were really passionate about telling a story. Yeah. And then I had the unfortunate pleasure of, I actually watched this movie twice. Because I watched it for the first time by myself. Because I saw it was added to Netflix, and I was like, oh... I have to see this monstrosity. It definitely lived up to the monstrosity part. And then the next day, I was actually here at Carly's house. And she was like, oh, they added on Netflix. He's all that. We should watch it. And I was like, I already did. It's my bad. I made you rewatch it because I didn't want to watch The Kissing Booth 3. The (laughs) The first five to ten minutes of that movie were an absolute dumpster fire. That I was willing to watch something no else, but just as bad in order so we to avoid that. He's all that together. So we could specifically tell you guys about it. And other than saying that it was bad, I don't have a whole lot of thoughts. 
It wasn't good. The lines were cheesy. I mean, cheesy lines can be good, but in this movie, they were just bad. They weren't iconic or anything. No. And the wig that they put on Tanner's character. Oh my goodness. It kept getting longer and then the layers were disappearing and then all of a sudden were super that choppy. That made him look dirty half the they time. They had literal dirt. I It looks like they took brown eyeshadow and put it all along his jawline to make it look like he had like what? A five o'clock shadow? <laughs> he looked like he had dirt on his face. And see, I hate the stereotype in movies where they take someone who's clearly super attractive and then they take off their glasses and it's like, that's super what right she was like, they have glasses on her and we're supposed to think that she's ugly and then she takes them off and then she's attractive or like him. The second he took off his shirt when he was changing, are you kidding me? We we're supposed to believe that this guy wasn't attractive. They put dirt on his face and we're supposed to believe, oh yeah, he's so ugly. <laughs> I mean, with that wig. You know, okay, so maybe he was. But. <laughs> Anyways, so we're not we're not in-depth movie reviewers. We're just talking about it. We're just two girls who love movies and didn't love this one. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> Which brings us to our next topic. Our favorite celebrity couples. So first we talked about something we hated. Now here's something we love. Something... Tom Holland and Zendaya. <laughs> and the fact that, like, it was Zendaya's birthday yesterday. Oh, it was so cute. And he was like, my, my MJ. Call oh, me when love. you wake up. And then she commented that she was calling. <laughs> so cute. Oh, my gosh. I love them. But now hear me out. Ironically... I did not ship them because they co-starred together or because they were in a movie together. I know it's easy and actually hard for actors who act in a movie or show where they're, they have a love interest because naturally people ship them and then if they get into a real relationship, you know, everyone's sending them hate or whatever. But I actually did not ship them in their movie. I shipped them in everything outside of the movie. Like, like the when, interviews and yeah, stuff. Yeah, when I would see them in interviews or videos together, they looked like they were such good friends. It wasn't because they were flirting or anything like that, because they didn't. To me, they actually were just such good friends. You could tell they really cared about each other. And I was like, oh my gosh, they would be so cute together because they care about each other. And it's based on something more than, hey, you're cute. Like, <laughs> you Yeah, know? it's based on more than what you see on screen. Yeah, so I actually really wanted them together and my dream has come true. They are together. <laughs> Something I actually also really want to point out is Zendaya is taller than him. And I know there's the whole, oh, the guy has to be taller or when the girl's a little taller, it can be weird. But I actually love seeing that stereotype not portrayed in relationships. So what you're saying is... Shout out to all the men under 5'2", because Michaela's coming after you. Actually, no. <laughs> you are going to date an Oompa Loompa. I like it for anyone but myself. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, but like genuinely, I think it's so cute that he's a little shorter and she doesn't care. Like, I think it's so sweet. I think it's cute. And another couple that's like that is uh, Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner. Yeah. And they've been together for a while. A couple years, I guess. 
I don't really follow I don't a follow lot of celebrities. Either, I don't follow when, them, so I'm not sure yeah. what their timeline is. Just that I think they're cute. I just know that they've been together for a while, but I remember seeing, um, like, a picture of theirs from Halloween where they both dressed up as people from the Addams Family. I thought that was iconic. And they both did so well with their costumes. Ugh, yes, Halloween costumes. Speaking of, it is officially September 2nd, and it is spooky season. You're going to be listening to this, like, past September 2nd. Yes. But as of this recording, in this moment of time... It is officially spooky season. I have a Halloween phone case on. I got all my Bath and Body Work stuff. Like, listen, it is spooky She's season. She's ready. I just really wanted to throw that out there. <laughs> and speaking of, like, spooky things... Scooby-Doo. And... Freddie Prince Jr. and Michelle Geller and how Another they're married. Girl. I didn't even know that until a few years ago. I think I found this out when I was in middle school or early high school. But when I say my childhood dreams came true, because me and my brothers grew up watching Scooby-Doo. We own, like, all of the cartoons. We loved it. Absolutely obsessed with Scooby-Doo. So when I found out that the live-action Daphne and Fred were together and st- are still together... I absolutely love that because they're a Hollywood couple and I know it's so easy for Hollywood couples to break up or let drama come between them or just it not going well. But they made it last and they're still together and I'm so happy for them. So now we're going to get into our next topic, which we're going to call, Mom, come pick me up. Everybody's getting engaged. Michaela, start us off. (laughs) Okay, so we know so many people that have either gotten engaged or gotten married here recently. And those people do not include us. Way to kick me when I'm down. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I know even in our class that we graduated with, a guy in our class, Colin, if you're listening, shout out. Mm -hmm. uh, He just got married back in May. Was it May? I think it was April. April. Yeah, I'm good at <laughs> I'm good at timelines. But anyways, um most of the class was able to go and attend and it was so cool seeing someone that we graduated with and grew up with get married. It was also a little surreal because he's our age and it's crazy that people our age are getting married. Like we're officially at that age where people are like, "Well, I guess I'll put a ring on it." Like, I want a dog and another cat right now. But, you know, these people are starting their families. (laughs) That's crazy. And another friend of ours. So, if you listen to episode three and heard us talking about our friend Olivia, who almost died while we were tubing. (laughs) She got engaged back in July. And... I guess, I I mean, that was a little bit surreal, too, because, I mean, that was someone... I mean, Colin was in our class, but yeah, I wouldn't but say this, I was super close to him. But this was someone that but, was, like, yeah. a more personal friend yeah. of ours that got engaged, and you actually took her pictures. Yeah, and it was, was kind of cool. No, that was cause, cool, because you were part of that moment. Yeah, I think that's cool. And I was like, I got to capture it, because I got to take pictures. But I think that that's really cool, and then... 
like I said, like, I know so many personal friends that have gotten married here recently, and, like, I'm so happy for them. But at the same time, it also kind of brings me to another point that I was going to bring up is timeline stereotypes. I know ever since I was a kid, there's been this idea that, you know, you go to high school and if you don't meet someone in high school, when you go to college, you're going to meet the love of your life and get married at 22, 23, 24. Like I know my mom, I think was married and had her first kid by I think 23, and I'm 22 and single and talking to no one, not getting engaged anytime yeah. soon. And to me, it's easy to feel behind, even though there is no actual timeline. For some reason, when I see all these people get engaged, and because that was like the story that I was always told when I was little, yeah, I do. I feel behind. And I'm not, but sometimes it's hard to remind myself that... I'm not following a specific timeline. I can get married and when I meet someone and, you know, whatever happens, happens. But it's hard when I'm seeing everyone else get engaged. Yeah, even my parents got married. I mean, my mom got married when she was around my age. And my dad was older, so I, I obviously, I'm not his age. Yeah. But I don't know. I just always thought that's what everybody did. You know, when I was younger, I was like, well, everybody gets married when they're around 21 or 22 and then they have kids maybe like a year later and then you just start your life from there and then you're supposed to have a house and cars and pets. And I'm just like, I'm already at the age where my mom got married and I don't have any of that. (laughs) Something similarly that I said, I think in the first episode that I have to remind myself is that we're all walking a path, but we're all walking different paths. No, yeah. So, I mean, I'm not, I'm not like, distraught. Like, I am. I, especially, <laughs> Sometimes. Well, in this area of my life, <laughs> I know that, like, I've seen different people get married at different ages. Yeah. And so, it, I, not everybody that I know has gotten married at a young age, so I think that kind of helps, you know, but... Yeah. I mean, in this area of my life, it doesn't concern me too much because I know there's not a whole lot I can do about it. And, like, it'll happen when it happens. I don't think, concerning this, it shouldn't be something that you rush or that it should be like, well, everybody else is doing it. I need to find someone right now. And then you say yes to the wrong guy. (laughs) For me, it's not so much that I'm distraught over not being in a relationship, but more so the fact that I feel like I'm ready to be in one. But it's hard to find someone right now, especially with corona and everything happening. I'm not actively taking in-person classes. And when I do start taking classes again, it's going to be online. So I'm not in an active school. I'm not in an active church right now. I'm not working a job where I meet people, I nanny for a couple families. So I'm not in a position to meet people and that can be frustrating and hard because the only option left are dating apps, which bring us to a whole new segment here. But dating apps, oh, they can be a mess because especially, you know, in your 20s, dating as a Christian or with certain morals or faiths can be really hard, especially when I feel like there's a lot of guys who love to slap the Christian logo on their bio and it means nothing to them. 
And that's really frustrating. And so, you know, dating can just be hard at this age. I mean, I've never done any dating apps or yeah. anything. So this is an all you You can topic. live through me. And, and, and your experience. but um, And then there's so many different apps. And it can be like, okay, well, what app do you use? Because... Um, and then there's Bumble. I like Bumble more because you can put filters where it's like, okay, filter that they have Christian in their bio or something. Um, and the girls have to message first. And I kind of like that liberty because... Really? Yeah. The in, girls have to In all message. situations, the girls Yeah. Message if you first? match on Bumble, in Bumble, the girl has to message first. That's crazy. I didn't know so that. if the girl doesn't message, they don't get to talk to them. But I like, I kind of like that freedom because it kind of allows me to, in a way, put my personally, personally, what? Put my personality out there. But that can also be a problem because I think that my personality is so different over the phone than it is in person. I think that I'm way more funny and fun to talk to if I'm texting someone versus like in person. I think I'm so decently funny, but it's different. And I think just generally like people are always going to be different when you're yeah. texting them. And you don't mean to yeah. be different, but that does happen where you can feel like you have this great chemistry on the phone and then you meet in person and you're like, oh, it's different. And that's not bad. It doesn't mean that your personality is bad. It's just... Sometimes you click more with the person over the phone than you do in person. Yeah. So that creates a whole different problem. But that and, like, my mom, she's always said that she hates, like, when people text instead of call for, like, certain situations. Yeah. Because you can't tell when you're texting someone their tone a lot of times or what oh, way yeah. that they meant something. Yeah. And so it can, can be frustrating because you could easily take something the wrong way. Oh, for sure. For sure. And so I think that just happens a lot online in general and even in dating. It's like, oh, well, you took that differently than I intended it to. Yeah. And it just, it creates problems and it's, it's just unfortunate. So... Just dating's hard. Dating sucks. <laughs> it does. <laughs> so coming from two single 20-year-old girls, dating sucks. <laughs> it, it does. It's not fun. <laughs> so meanwhile, everyone else is getting engaged. I will continue buying books and being happy with coffee. I don't need a man. I'll just continue living my life. No but if you are 6'4", hit me up. <laughs> All right. And... That concludes the fourth episode of Everything But The Bagel podcast. If you'd like to follow us on Instagram, our name is ebtb underscore podcast. And if you listen to this episode, go under our post for episode four and comment a ring emoji in honor of the rings that we will not be getting anytime soon. Anytime soon. And to anyone listening, feel free to DM us on Instagram and let us know if there's any topics or anything you'd like to hear us talk about in the next coming episodes. We'd love to hear from you guys. And I would just like to say thank you for the support because I've gotten some messages from some people saying that they've enjoyed listening to the podcast. And there have definitely been more plays on our podcast because I have the Anchor app to see who clicks play on our podcast. There have been more people listening to our podcast than I yeah. expected. So thank so you for So we know listening. if you're listening, don't lie to us. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but 
<laughs> but like I know for my friends personally or even uh, my brother Cameron thank you for listening and supporting to supporting us in each episode that we've done yes I feel supported and loved I love you guys I do thank you for listening and continuing to listen to this wild roller coaster that is our lives and hopefully you keep enjoying it and keep listening and we'll be back for episode five tune in to next week all right bye guys goodbye